Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today's episode is on talking about relationship anxiety. One of the questions people ask me the most is, should I tell my partner about this? Or how do I tell my partner about this? Or should I share this with my friends or my family? Now, some of you are already in this place where you have talked to anyone and everyone about relationship anxiety. So maybe this isn't quite the question you're asking yourself. But today's episode is I want us to really be tuned in to not only how we share relationship anxiety with other people, but why we're doing it in the first place. Because I think the conversations that we have about relationship anxiety can be a very connecting, vulnerable, authentic, and healing thing for us to do. And on the flip side, it also can be very invalidating and discouraging and uh, frustrating. And so I want to talk about how to make sure you have the best experience when talking about your anxiety. Now, I think it's important to note, like, you are totally allowed to do whatever here. I'm just going to offer you some guidelines and ideas. So take them and adjust them as feels useful. But if you're in a place where you really don't want to talk about your anxiety, you're not ready to open up to other people, That is totally okay. I'll talk about some of the reasons I think it might be beneficial or why you might want to consider, but you need to honor ultimately what you want to do. So the first thing is, I think it's very important whenever you are wanting to talk about anxiety or maybe not wanting to talk about it, is to pause and ask yourself why. Why do I want to share this with this person? Why do I not want to share this? So I want you to take a minute really to think about that. Why do I want to share this or why do I not? This is the question I always ask my clients whenever they're trying to figure out about sharing if they should or not should not open up with their partner or a friend or someone. And some of the reasons you may or may not be considering is like sometimes people want to share is because we want our friend or partner to understand what's going on for us. And I think this is very natural, normal human desire to want to be understood, um, especially in our struggles. Um, However, the challenge with this is that no one is so good at understanding what's going on for us as ourselves (laughs) and maybe even opening up with someone else that has relationship anxiety we might feel more understood by that person um but even their experience is going to be a little bit unique or different from ours so when we're approaching sharing about anxiety from this place of we want them to understand, we might walk away feeling a little bit disappointed or let down because we feel like they just didn't totally get it. 
And in these moments, if your goal is to be understood, I think one of the most powerful things you can do is try to understand yourself more. To understand what's going on for you with this anxiety, to be there for you rather than just looking for someone else to do that for you. Because no one else is going to understand and sympathize and be able to support you to the level that you can do that for yourself. You so intimately know this struggle in a way they won't. And no matter how well you explain it, they might not get it. And that's okay. Another reason we often want to share is because we have this fear that they are judging us. Um, <laughs> perhaps you have had a moment where you had a friend, family member that kind of like probably picked up on some of your anxiety or fear and now you just have it in your head of, oh my gosh, they're probably judging me or thinking this is weird. And so we're like, okay, let me explain this to them so they don't judge my relationship so they don't think anything's wrong with me. But again, we can't control what other people are thinking. Like you can explain it till you're blue in the face and they still might be judging you. Or that thing <laughs> that you remember that you're like, okay, if I just explain it, then they'll understand. They might not even remember. They might not even be judging you for, they might think it's totally normal. Really, the problem is you judging you. That you're judging yourself for this moment and you're looking for this other person to understand, to say it's normal in order to give yourself permission to stop judging you. And that only works temporarily. So that is another reason for talking about anxiety that I would recommend kind of pausing and how do I bring more sympathy to myself? How do I not judge myself so much for this moment that I was anxious? Because other people, they might judge you. We can't control that. You can't explain anxiety enough to, to make sure they don't. So how do you bring more sympathy to yourself? How do you understand what's going on for you? Sometimes we want to convince other people that their way of looking at relationships is wrong or that relationship anxiety is a real thing. So we maybe have one of those friends. <laughs> I know I had one that just was, yeah, you know, if if you don't believe in soulmates, then I think it's just because you haven't met yours yet. Immediately, my brain starts coming up with all the arguments for why it's not a thing, why relationship anxiety can affect that, all of it. But it was like, no, she doesn't need to understand or know any of that. What's important is that I do. There are people that don't think relationship anxiety is a thing. There are people that are going to hold very firmly to beliefs that it should just be rainbows and butterflies and automatically perfect and you just need to know. I mean, it makes sense because these are beliefs that we've held and we're in the process of questioning and shifting. And so I think a lot of times when we have these own doubts ourselves is we try to compensate by, okay, let me fix everyone else's beliefs about love. And 
again, I'm all for offering your own perspective, but doing it from a place that's argumentative, trying to prove their their beliefs wrong about love in order for you to feel more validated in your experience, in order for you to believe relationship anxiety is a legit real thing, is not gonna come out in the way you want it to. It's not going to feel good for you. It's not going to feel good for them. Now, when you're in a place of being able to know, okay, everyone has their own beliefs about love, they are totally allowed to have this experience. They are allowed to have these beliefs about love. And my doubts, my experience is just as valid. I don't need them to understand. I want to be able to open up and share my perspective. And I'm okay with them not getting it. That from that place, then you could maybe share some of your thoughts or beliefs on why you maybe see things a little bit differently. But that's going to feel completely different than we're trying to prove them wrong so we don't have to feel anxious about the thing that they said. So we have to be okay with other people are going to have their own beliefs or thoughts about love. We can't. We cannot change them. Now, maybe we might offer a perspective that could, but you are in control of their beliefs. It's not your job. And when we're looking to change their beliefs in order for you to feel better, it's just a very messy way to do that. So if your reasoning is trying to convince them relationships and anxiety is a thing, maybe kind of take a few steps back. Another reason we might want to tell other people about our anxiety is out of guilt. We might feel bad for thinking some of these thoughts or having some of these feelings. And so we might want to share in order to alleviate that sense of guilt. That if we open up and other people know, now we don't have to feel like we're lying anymore. And this opening up can alleviate the guilt temporarily, but it's a very short-term fix for that guilt and anxiety and tends to lead to needing to share more thoughts and feelings down the road again and again and again. So when you are feeling guilty, again, that's a place I would maybe pause and really question, do we need to open up and share in this moment? How can you support yourself as you're feeling guilt, rather than looking for other people to get rid of your guilt. Another reason we might want to share is because we hope other people have the answers. Now I know this is 100% what I did when I was engaged was, okay, I'm gonna talk to my parents, I'm gonna talk to my fiance, and the more I share, they're gonna help me find the answer. They're going to figure out how, they're helping me figure out how to fix it, what the right thing is, what I should do. Uh, this did not work. <laughs> this is decision outsourcing. If you guys have listened to that podcast, if you haven't yet, go check it out, the one on decision outsourcing. But when we're sharing from a place of wanting other people to give us answers, we might, again, kind of temporarily walk away, feeling a little bit better. Okay, now we know what to do. But... 
we're still going to need to go have that conversation again. We're going to need to go ask them again. We're going to get different opinions from different people. It just becomes so much more messy. So that's another place I would consider pausing and maybe not sharing in that moment if your reasoning is you're wanting to get answers from someone else. Okay, and the last reason I would kind of, that I see that I think we would definitely want to slow down on is when it's coming from this place of trying to figure out if it's normal. So I know for a fact I definitely did this of wanting to share my doubts, what I was struggling with, talking about anxiety to see if other people were experiencing it. And I mean, obviously, I think one of the cool things about this podcast and online communities for relationship anxiety is we see, oh my gosh, there are other people in the world that are experiencing this. And when we go around just telling like our friends day to day, they might not relate to us. And maybe they will to a degree, or maybe they do, but in the end, that validation from them, um, we may not get it, right? Or maybe we do, but we're like, ah, oh, their situation's different, and mine's harder, whatever it is. Um, they've been in a relationship for less, for more time when this came up, or whatever. I think when we find people with similar situations, as far as they're experiencing some anxiety, we still compare, we still think maybe I'm not the same as them, maybe I'm not normal for relationship anxiety even. Or like more likely than not, we don't even run into someone dealing with relationship anxiety. We run into someone that has maybe remotely experienced doubts and we just use that as evidence for something is wrong with us. So I definitely would kind of clean up if your reasons fall into that it's going to reflect in your conversation. It's going to reflect in like how you feel afterwards. Again, maybe a little bit relieved possibly if these are the reasons driving you, but in the end, still feeling more anxious. Um, and I think these reasons can also be what fuel us really wanting to script it perfectly and know exactly how to say it. So it's something we want to kind of clean up, again, turning inward of validating yourself, right? Allowing yourself to have feelings of guilt, um, not looking to other people to make the decision for you or to normalize it for you. Things that like we can only do for ourselves. So that's where I would pause and maybe not share clean up your reasons, what's going on for you. Now, reasons that I think are so powerful for sharing that I've actually seen have been amazing for my clients when they have chosen to open up from this place are one, first for me personally, like even, you know, putting out this podcast so openly talking about my own experience, you know, definitely was really scary. And, um, you know, I think one of the things that can be so powerful in sharing your own story is I think that it, one, creates the opportunity to connect with others. So being able to connect with so many of you who are struggling with this, but also like, 
I think it's a way to connect with our partner, with our friends, to be vulnerable and just acknowledge like, yeah, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling with. Um, I think it can create a lot of freedom. Like for me, unashamedly, just like owning my story has like freed me from anxiety even more. Like, I think one of the things that kind of fuels anxiety and um, makes it really grow for us is that aspect of shame. And shame says something's wrong with me and I need to hide this. And the more we hide, the more it fuels this thought or idea that something's wrong. And opening up... Even not even with getting validation from other people, but just to own it for myself. And I've seen this with my clients too, of like just owning, yeah, this is my experience can be such an amazing antidote to shame. And so one of the reasons I would consider possibly sharing is, you know, maybe if you don't want to share because of shame, you feel embarrassed or you are afraid to own this as part of your experience. So you want to hide it so others aren't aware, right? And again, that for you might just be fueling this shame of, of this anxiety and, and really making it bigger than it needs to be versus being able to just own, yeah, this is my experience. This is what's going on. And you might not be in the place where you're ready to do that. Again, that's okay. But maybe something to consider if you notice yourself holding back just because you feel shamed. Now, obviously, you get to decide who you want to let in and who you don't. (laughs) Um, I know for me, definitely it was like, you know, these are certain friends or, you know, my partner. This is the group that I want to be vulnerable with that I'm going to open up to. Um, Doesn't mean that you have to tell every random person (laughs) or do a podcast about it. Um, but I really do believe that being willing to just own your story can be something that really gives you a lot of power. And even seeing it for some of my clients in situations with friends of just like acknowledging, yeah, this is like part of our journey. This is part of our story. And like, this is something I've struggled with and not doing it from a place of wanting their friends to validate them or tell them like their relationship is good or it's not a big deal or trying to figure out if it's wrong even, but just to like own like, this is our story. This is my experience. And to me, that is such a huge indicator of the level of confidence and power they are now having over anxiety because they aren't letting that shame fuel them or hide them anymore. Another reason that I think is so powerful to share from is the desire to create support for yourself. So I see this as different from looking for answers or validation that this is normal. When I talk about support is one of the best things I think is to educate your partner or those you're close with on how anxiety shows up to create awareness so that they know how to respond in moments when it comes up. 
that are loving and that aren't feeding the spiral. And this is something I work with my clients on is just kind of like, okay, so these are some of the habits or spins we know we get in. And these are kind of the ways our partner can actually kind of feed into it. And so helping educate their partner so they're able to be that support system in moments where anxiety feels more intense or to like cheerlead and encourage them and encourage their progress, right? If people don't know what's going on for you, they're not going to be able to encourage and acknowledge your growth. Um, and so when you have that support system, I think that can be a really powerful tool for you as you work through this anxiety to have someone to remind you like, wait, <laughs> this is not a useful thing to do right now for you. Like, I see what you're doing. Let's pause. Or, hey, like, you've got this. You can do this. Sometimes we just need that little bit of encouragement. And so when we don't share, when we don't talk to our partner or friends, we, we are a little bit more on our own, right? We don't have that same support system. And that is totally okay. Like, you can 100% do it. But I think that it creates a little bit more ease, when you are able to create that support system for yourself. And then it can become so fun because then as you start seeing growth and changes within yourself, can even be like sharing wins with them, right? And having them get excited with you and helping you like see your growth. I think that's one of the most challenging things of the relationship anxiety is we miss the growth and the wins we're having. And having that support system and people that we can come to and say, oh my gosh, look at this. Like I'm starting to do this now. Or I learned this thing about anxiety and how it works. And here's how you can help me in those moments. And like I'm navigating this thing totally differently. Is very powerful. Now, another reason I personally love is just to share to be able to help and serve others. I remember one of the very first times I opened up about my relationship anxiety, not to just my partner or a close family member or friend, but two people I didn't know super well. I was at a bridal shower and, you know, we were in this group and people were, there were groups, part of the group was unmarried, part of the group was married and... Uh, girls were asking questions just kind of about marriage and how you chose your partner and all of that. And this would be one of those opportunities that have been very easy to just be like, oh, it's amazing. It's so great. <laughs> just like totally sugarcoat it. I, I think often that is kind of what fuels our sense of aloneness and struggle with relationship anxiety because no one really opens up about the hard parts and the struggles, right? And I just owned, like, you know, I had a lot of doubts. And I was super nitpicky and just totally, like, owned kind of my experience with relationship anxiety. And also, you know, why my partner is amazing and I'm grateful for our relationship. It wasn't just, here's all the horrible hard things, right? I think... And we'll get into this in a minute, but one of the best things we can do is own the whole story, right? I think sometimes we think 
we just have to say the amazing, wonderful, beautiful part, <laughs> or we're telling like all the horrible, hard things, right? And the truth is, it's a bit of both. And so when we share is we can own both sides of it, which is it's been beautiful and wonderful in some ways. And also it's been really, really hard in others and letting both be true. And afterwards, one of the girls that was asking, actually asking the group came up to me and started asking me more questions and sharing her own experience with her boyfriend. And totally this girl was going through relationship anxiety. I wasn't even doing coaching at this time. Again, this is the first time I ever opened up about relationship anxiety to random people. And, um, and this girl, like I was totally able to help her. And it was, it was so cool just to see like how free she felt being able to connect with someone else that had a similar experience. And had I just led with, oh, it's been amazing and wonderful. And I just knew and just gave a canned perfect answer. This girl would have been struggling and alone, right? And I was able to reach out to her in that moment because of me willing to be authentic and vulnerable. And so I think that can be one of the best reasons to share is just to possibly help someone else who might be going through a similar struggle. Now, once you know, okay, like my reasons are lined up, they feel good to me. I think that they're going to be useful talking to other people. Then that's when we can start considering how we talk about it. So first thing is we don't want to script it perfectly. So often we were, we're nervous to have this conversation. So in our head, we're like thinking through, how do I say this just right? After the fact, we might be critiquing if we said it just right. Give yourself permission to say it totally imperfectly, to mess it up and be okay with them not getting it. Allow them to have their own feelings and their own thoughts about it. When I shared at that bridal shower, really resonated for that one girl. Don't know what anyone else thought about it. Everyone else might have been like, what the heck? <laughs> totally possible. And we have to be okay with other people possibly judging it or having opinions. And a lot of times we want to script it perfectly in order to control what everyone else is thinking or feeling about it. But rather accept they're going to think or feel whatever they want. And even if I said it perfectly, that's what would happen. So allow, I think, even room for, I'm just going to be able to say what comes up in the moment, right? Even knowing like, hey, this is my goal in this conversation, right? Like my goal is to be vulnerable. My goal is to create support. My goal is to be able to possibly help someone else, right? When you know your goal, then that can kind of help with what we share. And I think you get to decide, obviously, how much detail you want to go into, right? Um, you know, some relationships, maybe you don't want to express as much vulnerability, right? And you don't have to go through every single doubt or, um, you know, even for your own partner's sake of, you know, I think we can acknowledge like, yeah, I've been critical without needing to go through like, these are all the things about them that I get so spun out on. You can totally decide like, hey, these are the few points I feel comfortable sharing. And don't feel the need to over elaborate or explain. It really can be super simple. And 
highly recommend, you know, especially if this is a conversation you're having with your partner, owning, like, this is something going on for me, right? I think a lot of times they had the fear of they might take this personally (laughs) or we don't want to hurt them. And naturally, your partner might have emotions when you talk to them about it. But I think it really helps to just lead with, like, this is what's going on for me, right? This is where I'm at. This has nothing to do with you. And because our relationship is so important to me, is why I'm working on this, is why I'm opening up to you about this, is why I'm wanting support. And be honest. When I say honest, it doesn't mean we need to tell them absolutely every little thing that's ever gone through our brain ever. Because none of us are, no human is honest in that way, right? None of us fully share and open up every single thing that goes through our head. But I think it's very powerful to just own, like I said, the whole story. And we're not just like sharing the bad parts or the good parts, but just this is everything. You know, like I've really enjoyed these things about our relationship. It's really important to me. And these are the things I'm struggling with. And this is how I'm wanting to move forward on it. And even acknowledging like this is really hard for me to talk to you about. Like, I think that can be one of the most powerful things going into a conversation is just saying, okay, this isn't an easy thing for me to share, but I care about you a lot. And so I want to open up to you. And that can help kind of just ease the tension we feel inside to just admit the fear that we have about opening up. It just kind of releases that a little bit. And then after the conversation, practice compassion and love towards yourself, your partner, your friend, whoever you opened up with. Rather than going into judgment mode of what did I say wrong? How could I have said that better? What might they have been thinking? Or I need to hurry and convince them more, right? Is I said it perfectly. I share what needed to be shared. And they're going to take away from that exactly what they need to. But I am so proud of me for opening up and acknowledging this thing that's not easy for me to do. And I am so proud of me for doing that. Thank you for doing that for me and for our relationship and our friendship and our and for my anxiety is having your back afterwards. I think sometimes when we do something very vulnerable, our tendency afterwards is to really critique ourselves. But have your back. Thank yourself for what you did, even if you didn't do it perfectly, is knowing you did it the best way you possibly could and being so proud of yourself for being willing to do something scary. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.